Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, November the 2nd, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Milwaukee Bucks new hat, it looks like, mm-hmm. Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Now that hat's got a little bit of uh, personality to it for sure. Yeah. How are you today, Josh? Yeah, I'm doing well. I, I found this hat. I think it was the week before last. It was a brand new hat in their store, and it's got you know the skyline of Milwaukee and stuff. So, having just been there a couple months ago for the Brewer series, I thought it was pretty cool, and uh, wanted to get a new Bucks hat this year anyway. So I went ahead and got it. But uh, yeah. doing well. Yeah. Um, looking forward to this slate. I like the slate. Looks like a pretty good, uh, solid number of games, and you know, good plays and everything on all levels pay up value middle tier so yeah looks good it is we have 20 teams going so a 10 game main slate mm-hmm. full part crashes it doesn't start till 7 30 so right right it takes a little bit of stress very seldom do you see monster slates like this that start at 7 30 not at 7 so true true definitely different but good stuff. Uh, there's an early game uh, beforehand, the, the Sixers game. That's not uh, in the mix today. Uh, so we have plenty of games to choose from. And uh, definitely, uh, like you said, a fantastic slate. A lot of, lot of opportunities to pretty much build any kind of layup or uh, lineup you want, whether it be Stars and Scrubs or even Build or you name it. It's all over yeah, the place here. So For sure. Yeah, the other two cool things are, one, there's only one game that has a double-digit spread in it, and that's your Milwaukee Bucks, or 11 and a half. And then there's only one game over 230, which is unusual. We had four out of the six the other day over 230. So you're going to get almost all the games bunched up in the 220s, and it really makes it an even slate to – like I say, build however you want to build it, you know? Yeah, that's really interesting. 11 and a half. I mean, that game was that game was close. I thought we were going to lose that game the other night. And Drew yeah. Holiday is a game time decision. So yeah, I don't I don't see it. I don't see a blowout by any means. I mean, I think if, if Holiday sits, they could definitely lose. Yeah, it's I mean, to be down Holiday and Middleton, that would be rough. So mm-hmm. We do have a ton of player news to discuss. A couple of them, you know, just off the bat, though. And and let me know, uh, Crash or Chad, if you have any updates on these. But the latest I know on Anthony Davis is questionable. These are just the big names. Uh, Zach Levine, I think, is more than likely out. Um, questionable on Fred Van Vliet and Desmond Bain. Those are big names. Darius Garland returns today. He's going to play. Uh, more than likely, no Terry Rozier. I'm not sure if he's complete, uh, been ruled out, but he's doubtful. Uh, I have Drew Holiday as probable. Is okay. he downgraded? I don't know. I, hope, I think he's no, going to play. See. Let me see. I'll tell you. And then I also have Christian Wood is probable and Steven Adams questionable. Those were the latest ones uh, that I heard of. And then we'll go over team by team as we always do. But definitely some interesting uh, pieces of information there because that that makes a big difference in some of these builds. Mm-hmm. Um, while you're looking that up, I'm going to say hello to all of our folks that are in uh, chat with us. Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Hump day here, my favorite day of the week. As Not really. I like the weekend. But 
hey, you know what? It's uh, hump day. I get to post my whoop whoop camel and uh, and get everything going here for midweek. And it's always a really good NBA slate. So I love that. Sure. Stack 70, money 77, repping the uh, Luca 77. First one in the chat today. Congratulations, Stacks. Nathan Feudy, hello. Jim Parrish, Rodney Pollard. Rosé, Rosé, Rosé is in there. Bev is back. Uh, King of all trades, David Dulac, of course. The owner of the Wyndham franchise, Travis Wyndham. Uh, we've also have Aaron, did I say Aaron Sampson? I don't know if I did. No P still, still Sampson, S-A-M-S-O-N. Uh, let's see, Earl, known as Mike Tyson. Yes, Mr. Tyson, we are going to have lots of FanDuel love for you. Uh, Mr. Boy from Cali, he's fired up for the slate, and we're ready to get him going. Sarugi W., Rico Harris, great to see both of you guys. The little monsters in the house again. That is fantastic. Absolute power is absolutely ready to go today. CMO614, he's been a new and consistent member of the family now this last couple of weeks or so. JT, Justin Timberlake in the house, and Jumpin' Joe K., uh, my dude walks funny. There's a new one. There's a new that. one for sure. Yeah. I love that. My <laughs> dude walks funny. Now that is fantastic. Welcome to the family. That's all I have to say. And yes, I do walk a little funny. You're right. My <laughs> friend, you are right. Um, great. I love when we get a new person in here. So show them some love chat. We want to grow this and uh, really get Coach Talk uh, rolling. So, yes, Bowl Bowl was nice. Crash, I got to talk about yesterday because it was pretty damn awesome. Yeah, it was. Definitely. Yeah, that well, was. My, my FanDuel single entry that we give out to the members, mm-hmm. I had six of the seven highest scoring players on the I slate. Know. That's pretty damn tough to do. I mean, if you if you had literally anyone anybody besides Terrence Ross, it would have been takedown everywhere. I only needed like you know a dozen points. Yeah. Terrence Ross got hurt right at the beginning of the game, and I got one point five, and still almost had an optimal lineup. You know, six mm-hmm. of the top seven. But yeah, that that was pretty rough to swallow. That that uh, T Ross uh, on on Fanduel, but still, hopefully everybody killed yeah. it there, and then. Really, my best all-around lineup because I didn't have T. Ross was on on Yahoo again. Mm-hmm. Uh, takedowns there for me and a bunch of other people. Uh, you know, I know Deb did as well. Uh, just a really sharp uh, lineup we avoided. Us uh, so had some serious fades that we avoided. So super proud of of that group. Uh, wanted to pull some snippets from the podcast yesterday, but just did not get a chance today. Yeah. But, uh, for all the members out there, I hope you killed it because it was really uh, a fantastic day for us here at Coach Talk. Did yeah, you do awesome. well too, Crash? I saw you had some winners. Yeah, I had some winners. Um, who were some of the top plays last night? Because I can't remember off the top of my head. Oh, my goodness. Um, that you had for sure. Uh, well, I can tell you the only guy in the top seven I did not have was SGA. 
I had the next six, including KD. Yeah. Um, that's who I, that, yeah, that's, that's what it was. I was trying to think there was somebody that I remember you not having that I had built my lineups around. It was SGA. So yeah, he was the yeah. only guy I, cause I was afraid yeah. of the back to back, but right. Yeah. Yep. I built my lineup around SGA. I really built my lineup around that whole game, you know, the Oklahoma city and Orlando game. So yeah. it was interesting. Yep. It really was. And I I'm trying to look now because <laughs> you would think I would remember my entire squad there, but, uh, like I, I had Bull Bull and oh. Wendell, Wendell Carter Jr. Had an awesome game. Wendell Carter Jr. And in bowl bowl stepped yeah. up. He played well. I, once oh, again, here it is. Okay. I got it. So I had uh, Steph Curry, 56 one. Yeah, Steph Curry, yeah. Dur- Kevin Durant, 54 8. Wendell Carter, 54 4. Uh, Chris Paul, 50.6. And I called out 14 assists. He only right. had 12. And, yeah. uh, and then this is the one, though, that really made me happy Cam yeah. Johnson. Yeah. How yeah, about a cool. Cool little 10x. Yeah, I had Cam Johnson. I didn't, I didn't, you know, once again, I just so super busy. Uh, didn't have a chance to watch the podcast, but I had a feeling that either you or Deb would, you know, play Cam Johnson. So I went ahead and played him. I didn't play Chris Paul. Um, I did play Kevin Durant, you know. So we had some of the same plays, even though I didn't get to see the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it was it was awesome because Deb went to the Phoenix game last night. Okay, she, awesome. So she was going to be there, and it was it was funny because we talked about it on the podcast. I said, if Cam's not playing well, because we both were 100% lock and load with him. We didn't mm-hmm. know he'd go 10x, but it, it was right. great to see. But I said, you need to yell, Cam, get your ass going. I said, and I want to hear it on the TV, like yeah. right before a commercial. So he comes out fired 29 real points. Yeah, he was awesome. I mean, he had uh what seven threes? I yes. Think. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That was an awesome play. He's like 4,800. So yeah. And stealable. my other low owned weird call though, Max Struce stuck with old Max yeah. Struce off the bench yeah. and he got it done. It was just, it was really a fun, fun night of, of basketball. It really was yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, the Tyler Hero thing really helped for that because he wouldn't have started the second half, but then right. hearing about he started for him. So that really helped. Yeah. It was nice to have an injury like that. Not that you want anybody to get injured, but it was Going nice to have something on our side, you know? Exactly, exactly. It it didn't quite soften the blow of the T. Ross 1.5 injury, but there you go. That There's Deb Lutz. Deb, all right. How about a high five for Deb on the Cam Johnson and all of that stuff too? Yeah, it was great. Really, hey, good I forgot point. to say hello to my favorite person, Katie. Hi, Katie. Now we can officially start now that we got Katie taken care of. <laughs> yes, Deb was there. She saw all those threes raining in from Mr. Cam Johnson. So I bet you it was a fun game to watch. And we had uh, certainly, I know uh, Deb really Loved the the uh, Chris Paul play, so that helped solidify uh, my rostering of him. So great job on that one, Dev. Really do appreciate it. So good stuff, uh, so Coach. Before we before we get into this slate, I wanted yeah. to point something out um, that's not NBA related, but on Yahoo today they have made a mistake. And all the Major League Baseball players, you can play any of them you want because for some reason they've given us a $200 budget. <laughs> so, yeah, 
that's a little uh, bonus content there. But yeah, you can play anybody you want tonight on Yahoo. I, yeah, I saw that. And I thought either somebody pushed the wrong button right. when they posted it, or they just decided, you know what, we're going to do this. And so basically you can have anybody you want. There's no restrictions mm-hmm. of any kind. Yeah. So I got a feeling it's it had to have been a mistake. Yeah, it had to have been. Because yeah. what, what a ton of people are going to do are probably just take all the highest owned price guys. Right, right. Which, you know, if you want to dupe with a ton of other people, and mm-hmm. you know, it's not always the very top guys that always right. get it. So, right. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to see. I don't I don't guess we have the Yahoo ownership. Um, looks like just DraftKings and FanDuel. Yeah, I'm they didn't have what ownership looks like on Yahoo because I bet it's hilarious. Oh my gosh. I yeah. know. I saw that too, and I thought Crash said he had a hundred dollars left. What yeah. What is he talking about? I know about? when you look at my lineup, it's like, dude, you got the top players. And I, it's not that's not necessarily like you were saying. That's not necessarily the lineup I'm going to give out to our members. No. But that's just the lineup that I came up with, just trying to see how much salary I could spend. And then I still had, a, like you said, $100 left over. So it was ridiculous. It was weird. And that it was just on Major League Baseball that they made that right. mistake. So, yeah. but something worth playing. And we will be uh, providing. Uh, baseball and basketball lineups to our members. So that's really cool. Doug but, L. Yep. Skull. What's that? Skull, Doug L. Oh, that's the uh, Vikings thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You got TJ Hawkinson. Good for you. Um, that, what a, I would, that's really shocked me. I was surprised at that one. Good luck against the Bills next week. You're going to need it. So yeah, they're tough. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing too, I I was gonna say is uh, with tonight's schedule. I mean, it's you got that extra half an hour, so take advantage of that. We'll be posting uh, our uh, core DraftKings full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo at seven ten. So we'll be uh, we'll be uh, rolling those out for everybody. Um, also, really appreciate everybody yesterday uh, crash. I think it was the close to the most likes we've ever had i think we had almost 60 likes on the podcast so that was really cool uh we would love to get a bunch today as well so let's start Mm -hmm. out if you're on youtube let's try to get to that number we had yesterday 60 likes is pretty tough one to to get to but uh if we can we're gonna hopefully uh gain some people listening in here as the podcast goes on uh aloysius five how's it going man how are you and doug l um yeah quick thumbs up on youtube if you're watching live on twitter if you can like and retweet that would also be awesome and uh, you can check it out if you want to become part of the coach talk family you can check everything out dfscoachtalk.com but real quickly and we're going to dive into this 10 game slate crush it we're going to hit every game We're not going to go super, super long, but I do want to make a huge announcement here because the family that's in this podcast every day are some of our most ardent uh, supporters and and people that uh, we build Coach Talk around, but we're going to make uh, two uh, fairly big changes here. How you doing, Lanuka A? Great to have you with us. Uh, One of them is going to be this. We we have been doing seven-day-a-week NBA podcasts in front of the paywall for two and a half years. And we give out a tremendous amount of information. We do a tremendous amount of preparation. 
And as just like yesterday, I mean, we're grinding and we're working really, really hard to get the best information out to our members and to our listeners. Now we want to try to make a combination of the members and listeners. We want to grow that family. So what we're going to do with NBA podcasts starting next Wednesday, because uh, next week on Tuesday is election day. There are no NBA games. So that's going to be a weird uh, dark day for NBA, no games. So on Wednesday, we're going to start next week with uh, having two podcasts in front of the paywall. So you'll get two uh, podcasts per week for everybody out there. And then the other five are going to be for members only. And, uh, you know, we're doing that because we want our members, now that we're, we've grown and we have people playing our lineups, I mean, I let it all hang loose. So does Crash, so does Deb, Steve, and everybody that, that you know, we do our podcast and we let you know everything we're thinking. And, you know, we want our members to have a, a, a leg up on just everybody else that that's uh, that tunes in a lot. So uh, it's what we're going to do, though, in conjunction with that is the we're going to lower the prices for our memberships. We're going to scale them back cost wise. So it's more reasonable uh, for people to join or mm-hmm. renew. And we're going to lessen the choices. We're going to make it easier. You're going to have a week, a month, six months or a year. And those will ro- roll out here. Brett is working on those behind the scenes for us. And those are going to post uh, on our website here later this week or weekend at the latest. And then uh, we'll announce our podcast schedule posted on Twitter like we always do. And then uh, everybody will know, you know, for non-members that still don't want to be a member, you're going to be able to catch us those two days per week. Members will be able to catch us seven days a week. So we will be posting that link uh, in our Discord and we'd love to have you come aboard. And like I said, we're lowering those prices way down. We really want to get people involved and uh, really take this to the next level uh, with our members. So wanted to give everybody a full week's heads up on that for non-members that may want to start considering coming aboard. Uh, we will post it on Twitter, on our website, and we'll talk about it in Discord. And we'll talk about it here on the podcasts. Uh, going into next week, the the prices and all those kinds of things. So right then we get a free live TV bot attacking us, Crash. Better than a sex bot, though. Yes, it it is. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the scoop there. That's out. Everybody knows. We'll we'll bring it up and talk about it a little bit more as the week goes on. All right, Crash, I think we are ready. We'll talk ownership, payoffs, values, fades, all of our main stuff as we always do. So really good stuff. You ready to go, buddy? Oh yeah, I'm definitely ready. All right, I'm definitely ready. The other day, I didn't. I I was kind of kicking myself because I didn't quite finish my research, and the game I hadn't researched was that Clippers and Houston game, and uh, I would have been all over Paul George, so that really hurt. But well, that's all right. We're you know we're gonna do the preparation for you as always. We're gonna get all of that ready for you and. Mm-hmm. Again, you know, a lot of provider, providers will give you recommendations like we do here, but when a push comes to shove, you know, you, you put your money where your mouth is. We're giving a strong core in DraftKings of full lineups and FanDuel, FanDuel and Yahoo, and so we put ourselves out there and we back up what we say, and uh, we'll have that work done for you. So uh, how you doing, Payne Blank SM, known as Dead Presidents? 
Great to have you join us uh, today as well. All right, game one, Crash. It is at 7.30. In fact, there are three 7.30 games. It is the Sacramento Kings and the Miami Heat. It is Miami by six and a half. It's a 220 and a half total. 107 implied for Sacramento. 113 and a half for the Miami Heat. Um, in this game, as far as any injuries go, we have uh, De'Aaron Fox out for Sacramento. So everybody, their brother and their brother's mother is going to have Davion Mitchell, mm-hmm. including me. I get it. I agree. I think he's a great play. So Fox is out uh, for Miami. Same two guys out, Oladipo and Yurtsevin. As far as statistically going, unless I'm wrong here, Crash, there's only one team out of these 20 teams that are on any kind of a back-to-back, unless I miss something. So tell me in chat if I'm wrong. The Miami Heat played last night. Tonight's the second night of a back-to-back. But of the, the eight teams that played yesterday, I believe they're the only team that plays today. And there's only two games tomorrow, four, four teams, and none of them uh, are playing tonight. So we don't have to worry about back-to-backs except for the Heat. And that is a big thing because we know Spolstra protects his players. Sure. So I wanted to make sure and mention that. Last thing, Crash, Sacramento is ninth in pace. Miami only 24th. We know they are play slow and they defend. And then uh, defensive uh, efficiency per team, Sacramento 24th. Miami an uncharacteristic 19. So that is part of the reason why uh, you know, uh, Miami is three and five. They're not playing the same level of defense that they normally do. And then you have Sacramento sitting at two and four without arguably their best player, Mr. Fox. So in it, uh, a good game out of the shoot, 220 and a half total, nothing to write home about. But uh, there are some really good plays here and some value plays. Obviously, 4.2 Davion Mitchell. To me, Crash, he's a free square. How about you? I'm trying to I'm trying to decide on him. I I do like him. Initially, I had him everywhere. I mean, do you have any concerns at all about the Miami defense for guards? I mean, I feel like they're a pretty good defensive team against guards. That's one like my main concern, my hesitancy, and just you know saying he's a lock and load, lock washer to use your term, uh, play for today. Well, the Miami's defensive backcourt has taken a big step back with Tyler Hero in the starting lineup. I mean, as good as he is offensively, he's mm-hmm. not a great defender, and yeah. it messes up their rotation a little bit. And okay. I think Jimmy Butler's been a little slow out of the gate, and, you know, Bam has had his time. Did you see that chase-down block Bam had? I did. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. But, you know, so they've been a little slow out of the gate. They'll get that uh, back together. Uh, you know, going forward, but yeah, it's not where it was, but I think, you know, it's decent. Let's I say think, that. I think Kevin Herter is my favorite play from the Kings today. I like him a lot too. He was mm-hmm. awesome for me the other night. Yeah, I think he had 48 or something. Right. And yeah. He's playing great ball and he's getting huge minutes. And here I love Kevin Herter as well. I may play both or mm-hmm. at least have one or the other for sure. My, yeah. my thing with Herter is crash. He's so big. He's so tall. Right. And he he gets some point guard minutes too. 
Mm -hmm. And with, uh, you know, when Davian sits, if they rotate with no Fox in there, he's going to get some ball handling. I think it'll help his assist ratio. I think he's a terrific play. And both of these guys are priced right. And I think they're both good plays. Yeah, and Herder's not getting anywhere near the ownership. I mean, no. Mitchell's the highest projected on player on the slate on DraftKings. Yep. Uh, in the top 10 on FanDuel. And he is in the top six on Yahoo. Yeah, so, he's Chalk City, but right. 4.2 for a guy that's probably going to play 36 minutes. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Or, no, I totally get it. I think it's yeah. a great, you know, it's a great value for sure. Now, uh, do you look at Herder as a pivot or is there a possibility of both? No, my my pivot play, if I was going to pivot from uh, Mitchell, would be Malik Monk. I, I think that, you know, he's only 4,500, so he's just a little bit more. He's 14 on Yahoo versus 13 for Mitchell. If we're just talking about strictly on the Kings, um, there's some other teams that I would like probably more as a pivot. But as far as Sacramento goes, it would be Malik Monk. Okay. Mm -hmm. Give us the rest of your take here. Doug L wants to know also about Sabonis. Uh, not on Sabonis. I wasn't on Sabonis the other day when a lot of people were on him and it turned out to be the right decision. Yeah. Um, I like Bam Adebayo again. I like how yeah. he's been playing ever since that Golden State game. Uh, he's really been, you know, playing a lot better than he was earlier this year. And uh, I think Max Struess is another solid play again tonight. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at for this game. I'm not going to go too heavy on it just because I think that a lot of people will, but, um, I just, that that's, those are probably my four, you know, three or four plays that I like on this slate on this game. Yeah. I think, I mean, Keegan Murray's probably going to get some Jimmy Butler defense too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that makes him a little tough and he's six K he's, you know, a lot more than, than Mitchell and Herter. Uh, Harrison Barnes has been okay. You know, Sabonis, I'm, I went to the other day, and you were right. I mean, he wasn't as, you know, for a mid-eight price guy, just didn't quite get there, and Bam's D is tough. Yeah. And the pace of the game's not good. So, for me, it's really the Mitchell Herter thing that I'm looking at the most. Uh, but on the Heat side, it's really interesting here. You know, I, I, I you know, Hero Butler, and, and then I'm, I guess I'll call him Bam against Bam again because he was in my Yahoo cashing lineup. Yeah. I, I'll remove the U and call, and put the A back, uh, and he has stepped up, so I'll give him that. But it, you know, <laughs> sometimes you you got to get a kick in the butt like that, uh, and he got it done. But seven seven eight for Bam's fair, um, eight eight for Butler though. I I just that's a little mm -hmm. rough for me. Yeah, I, that's I, real rough, and he's yeah. not getting any ownership either. So no, yeah, I, you know, I think Hero at seven three to me is a little bit better, but mm -hmm. they also played Duncan Robinson a decent amount the last mm -hmm. game. So yeah. if they're going to start having to chop up some of those threes, cause you know, Struess is going to shoot them as well. For sure. Not my favorite side. I, you know, I very well could have no heat plus that back to back scenario. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Struess has come through for me multiple times in a row, but you know, that gut feeling when you go to the well once too many, yeah, just, I'm a little afraid. I think I'm not going to go there today, uh, even though he's only 5K and he's been great. He's getting over 30 minutes. Uh, you know, I just, I'm not 100% sure. And you got to remember, you know, people are just talking about Davion Mitchell and they're owning him at 4-2. He, 
he's known for defense, man. True. He came into yeah. this league as the glove. So yeah. the glove is going to guard Hero, and the glove is probably going to guard a little Struce maybe time well, his, to time. Yeah, his his nickname um, at Baylor the was off night. Off night. Off night. Off night. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking. Anyone who plays him is going to have an off night. Yeah. That was that was a, a 35 year old flashback to Gary, <laughs> Gary Payton, Payton. Yeah. The glove, and then oh, Gary yeah. Payton Jr. is the mitten. So, mm-hmm. but Davion Mitchell is. You're right. He's off night. So I'm ha- I he is. At, but Gary Payton flashback circa 1984. There you go. <laughs> So that is it for this game for me. Not a big game on the list for me other than uh, messing with this Sacramento backcourt. Right. I'm with you. All right. Game two. It is the Atlanta Hawks and the New York Knicks. Um, The Knicks are two and a half point favorites here. Mm. And this is the highest scoring game according to Vegas. 233 and a half. It's the only game north of 230. Didn't think we'd be saying, you know, in the past several years that we'd have a Knicks game with 20 teams playing being the highest projected score on the slate. Sort of bizarre. Uh, 115 and a half implied for Atlanta. 118 implied for the Knicks. Atlanta comes in four and three. The Knicks are three and three. Injuries and a Kongwu is important information. Mm-hmm. Because he gets really the big man minutes split with Capella and, you know, also grab some rebounds away from Collins. And if a Kongu doesn't go, I think it elevates both Collins and Capella. So I would like to have that news, which we will have before lock since it's at 730. Yeah. Uh, Bog- Bogdanovich remains out. We have Grimes possibly back. He's questionable. And reddish also questionable for the Knicks, but the majority of their rotation is intact. As far as the numbers go in this game, Atlanta's 11th in pace, the Knicks 14th. Atlanta not playing good defense at 26th. Mm -hmm. The Knicks respectable at 10th. So my big question to you is, does this game deserve to be the highest projected total on the board. Let me look at the board real quick here. I w- hey, thank you, Doug L. Doug L. With another super chat, two yeah, bucks in the you. in the bucket. Thank you so much, Doug L. And uh, we have some great charities that we give every super chat dollar to them, and uh, we have a charity set up for this month and next month. So all kinds of good stuffs going. I'm so gonna, back to the Knicks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that the Pelicans and the Lakers is the highest scoring game on the slate. That's my, that's my prediction. Okay. Um, But I like this game. I do. Um, We've talked about this a lot of times going back to, I think it was 2020 or maybe it was last. No, I think it was 2020 when Trey young had his big breakout series in the Madison square garden. Yes. Um, I like him a lot when he goes. Yeah. Buried the Knicks. Yeah, he really did. Um, and it looks like his ownership is down, like on FanDuel, especially where I know he went to, you know, double digit number here at 10K. Uh, he's only projected for about 10%. So I really yeah. like that. I like the $40 price tag on Yahoo. I yeah. think Trey Young can get you 60, you know, which is a really good value. Um, 
basically just six X, you know, for, for $10,000 player. So I like that um, probably more than I like Luca tonight. Uh, I think that, you know, Luca's, I think Dallas could probably blow out Utah. I mean, I think it'll be, you know, somewhat close, but I have no confidence in that to be honest. Yeah. With you. Utah's played good. Yeah, good I know. Ball. I just, I just have this weird feeling about that game tonight. So we'll I hope you're right. Dirk um, agrees. Dirk says yeah. yes, blowout. Yeah. Now, if Christian Wood doesn't play, I feel less confident. But I do, I do like Dallas tonight. Um, He's just, probable, by the way. He was upgraded. Yeah, good. Well, that price tag on Luca just kind of has me a little bit shaking my head. I don't want to, I don't want to pay it. And I know we've said that several times about Luca said the same thing about Giannis the other day and it didn't work out, but I played him anyway. Um, so maybe I'm a little gun shy, but I just like Trey young in New York. And then I think Julius Randall's a solid play. He's 7,700 on DraftKings, 7,400 on FanDuel, $30 on Yahoo. And then we have at, you know, just a flyer, basically, Cam Reddish is a revenge play. Um, I think it could be okay because he's only 3,200 on DraftKings and $10 on Yahoo. So yeah. Just if he gets throw the it minutes, in. Yeah. That's a bitter narrative there. He, yeah. He's, yeah, for yeah, sure. They traded him from Atlanta to New York. So, yeah. like, you know, he's going to be pissed. So they I just like gave that. up on him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I like that narrative a lot. So, no if doubt. he gets the minutes, I like that play. And uh, that's it for me for this game. Yeah. Quick hello to Todd lives for Wednesdays. No, it's, we're just going to call it that today. And Mr. Abe Lincoln, thank you, sir, for your duty or your service. Uh, great to see you guys. Uh, are you asking about Murray from the first game? Neither one of us is going to Murray because we see some. Oh, DeJounte huh? Murray, I bet. Oh, DeJounte. Yeah, I'm not as high on DeJounte Murray. He hasn't really. I was looking at his matchups against the Knicks in the past, and he hasn't really done that much. And honestly, he hasn't done that much with Atlanta. Um, he's kind of been a second-tier player to, to Young. So I don't I don't see, you know, you need at least 50. Um, and he's only been getting like 35, 40, you know, fantasy yeah. points. So that's just not good value at that price. I mean, he's tough, and he's such a good rebounder, steals, blocks. He's such a great triple double type of threat mm -hmm. and the thing for me that this year with atlanta is i really like young and murray both as players for dfs yeah but i just i get gun shy because they still steal stats from each other there's no mm -hmm. doubt and i figured that would be the case going in but you know they both i think they've done fairly well all considering i yeah. mean they really led this team without question uh you know from a dfs standpoint all the way around Right. Um, it's just, you know, I mean, I, I like to pick my spots. I had Trey the night that he did go, you know, have a great night. Mm -hmm. I just, I like both of these guys to play well tonight, but I haven't put either one of them in my lineup just because, uh, you know, I feel that they both could have good enough games, but not where they're going to go five, six, seven X. I see them yeah. both being in that 4.5 X kind of scenario and they're not cheap. You know, mm -hmm. you certainly can't play both of them. That'd be yeah. way too risky. So, right, uh, yeah. So that's a bit of a concern. But well, yeah. So the reason that I got to Trey Young is I originally went with um, Drew Holiday, but you know he's got that illness he's dealing with. So I don't, I don't know how, you know, if he's close to 100 percent or what. 
Yeah. So I didn't want to go there. Then I looked at Anthony Simons and then I thought, well, they're probably going to guard him with either Brooks or Bain or somebody like that. And that's going to be tough for him. So then I thought, well, I've got the salary, so I'll just end up paying up to Trey Young. So that's kind of what my thinking was. But as far as Murray goes, his last six games, 37, 41, 39, 44, 39. Not so bad. Yeah, not bad. But what you're having to pay for him is just right. not there. You know? Exactly. Yeah. And that's the problem. If he was 8K, I'd say mm-hmm. yes. 9-3, though, is aggressive. Right. That's That's too much. And for me, Trey, I this is the way I see the matchup going here. That's why I'm not – I know it's going to be highly owned game, and it is the highest total on the board. But Trey Young's going to get Jalen Brunson defense, and Jalen Brunson is, is an irritant, and mm-hmm. he guards Young pretty well. He did in his Maverick days. Yeah. DeJounte Murray, on the other hand, is going to guard Jalen Brunson, so more than likely. And we know Murray is – a you know, NBA future first team defender. Mm -hmm. So that's what, you know, made me not want to go those directions. But I will say though, six, nine for Brunson, I think is pretty cheap. The fact that he's not, you know, low sevens to mid sevens is a bit surprising. That is pretty cheap. Um, 77 on FanDuel. Yeah. Six, nine. That's it just it seems a little too low, and and mm-hmm. I it's I think his price is is priced correctly on Fanduel. But if I had him anywhere, it would be DraftKings because that low price. But Murray's defense is really good. Yeah, he's so long and rangy, it's ridiculous. Right. Um. Other than that, for the Hawks, I really need to know the Okongwu news because I wouldn't go to Capella anyway. I just I don't I don't know how you you can roster Capella anymore. He's just not, I mean, he's at the end of his career. Mm -hmm. And the guy that I'd go to though is Collins. Now Collins has done great for me. Collins has been terrible for me. He's, he is very uh, volatile, but if a Kongu's out and they're short at the big man spot, not only will Collins get his power forward run, he'll grab some backup center uh, run like he used to before a Kongu won that position over last year. Right. So, uh, you know, Collins could be a mainstay at 6-3. I think that's very fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if a Kongu's in, I may not go there. Uh, that may be somewhere where, you know, where I'm not going to look. Uh, I have, you know, the the old uh, position share, basically Mitch Robb and Isaiah Hartenstein are, are splitting that completely. So I don't know how you feel confident going either direction. Yes, they're both capable of getting their number, but it just, I don't feel terrific about it. I do like somebody in this game a lot, though, Crash. Yeah. It's Julius, like? Orange Julius. Yeah. Julius Randall is only 7 yeah. 7. Mm-hmm. High scoring game. They're rested up. I just, I love him in this game. I think he's in a great spot. I've only played him a couple times. Uh, Maybe only other one other time this so far this season, but I just think now that he's sub 8k in a pace up game here, Atlanta may be a little shorthanded in the paint. I just think he's in a great spot. Yeah, no, I like him too. I mean, that was one of the guys that I like. You know, there's only Julius Randle, and then for a kind of a GPP flyer with Cam Reddish, that was the only two players I liked on the Knicks tonight. So I like if you're, that. If you're playing a long shot, one bullet trying to take something down. Cam Reddish, if he's ever going to play well, he mm-hmm. wants to beat the Hawks to death if he gets enough minutes. 
because they really did do him wrong. They just wanted him out. They gave him up for Knox from the Knicks. Yeah, and I know. he was on the Hawks for like two days, I think. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So that yeah. uh that should be very interest interesting. But I'm not gonna stack this game at all. Mm -hmm. I I think it's a good game and a good game to play, but I don't think it's like, okay, this game's 233 and a half. It's the best game. Let's go as many guys we can get. I I just don't see that. I, I think yeah. that uh I think that you're gonna have some, you know, some even scoring in some of these games that are gonna be out there. So yeah, my they, big Bell likes Collins, by the way. Okay. My big takeaway, coach, is that sixty nine hundred dollar price tag on Brunson. I think I'm definitely gonna have to try and figure that out because if I can make that happen in my lineup, uh, I think he's a really good play at that price. So Murray gives him a little trouble though. Be you know when Murray with when he was with the Spurs, he'd give Brunson a little bit of a little bit of noise. But Murray sometimes would guard Lucas. So mm -hmm. I don't know. I just am concerned that that Murray can lock him down a little bit. That's all I'm saying. But okay. I mean, I you know me, well, I'm a monster Brunson fan. I may have misunderstood you then. I thought you were saying that you did like Brunson. Uh, no, I like the price, yeah. but I think Murray's going to get after Brunson, yeah. and I think that Brunson's going to get after Trey. That's, okay. that's what I'm saying. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know Randall's touches are down. His assist ratios suffered the most because Brunson's in town, but that's overstated. Everybody's blowing that horn. It's That's not as bad as you think it's going to be. He'll, he's still – a lot will still run through him. His assist ratio down a little, but in this particular game with the pace of play and, and the lack of interior defense for the Hawks, if they're shorthanded there, which I think they will be, and some regression from Capella on both ends, I just think it's a good spot for Randall for that reason. Yeah. Um, and let's hope he stays out of foul trouble, which I think, uh, you know, knock on wood, it will be the case. Coach, I want to mention real quick, because we just got news about the earliest game on the slate, which I know it's not on the main slate, but if anyone is playing that, we can go back to that Porzingis play again because Joel Embiid is out again. So Matisse Thibel starting for him. That was a big plus uh, for us. You know, we pointed out the Porzingis play because they were going small. So uh, interesting to see. But if you are playing that early one, that's definitely a way you can go. All right, uh, are we ready for game three? We are. Two down, eight to go, and we're going to get this rocking. Next game, last 7.30 game, Boston Celtics, Cleveland Cavaliers. Very interesting game. Boston, a road favorite by one and a half. 110.75 implied for Boston. 109.25 for Cleveland. Definitely a game I want to watch. Not sure a game I want to play that much, mm -hmm. but... Uh, you know, I think it's going to be two teams that are definitely in the playoff uh, run here as it's coming up. Boston, I don't know why we have to say Gallinari and Robert Williams every day. I mean, it's getting – they're going to be out for half the season or all the season. Right. Uh, Cleveland, Windler, questionable. I know that you were waiting for that news, right, Crash? Windler? I was, yeah. Uh, Raul Neto and, and Ricky Rubio are, are not going to play. So we've got uh, – in this game, 26th and 27th in pace. So a snoozer pace game, but they're four and two and five and one respectively because uh, they're decent uh, defensively. Boston not showing as much in the numbers yet, but it's improving. They're 22nd, believe it or not, 
but a bit of an anomaly, only six games. Cleveland is second, and it looks like they're going to stay up there. Defensively, man, they're they're good. Mm-hmm. And they get Darius Garland back today. So they have played without him uh, yeah. for at least two or three games, three games, I believe. So they have the full complement of players back, and uh, that really should be interesting. So mm-hmm. what do you think on this one? Yeah, I guess that would probably take away from Levert a little bit, wouldn't you think? Oh, tremendously. Yeah, and he yeah, had a monster I'm... game. He had a monster game against Boston the other day, so people could get you know um, snake bit by that. Uh, well, he sh- or... the game after that, he was horrific. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, Levert is all over the place with Garland back. I don't personally. This is just me speaking here. I don't think Levert's playable. Not yeah. with Garland and Mitchell out there, mm-hmm. and the fact that they, I don't, I don't think they're gonna, I don't think Levert is even gonna hang on to the starting position for very long. Right. I think they're gonna either go with with uh, Wade or a Coro, somebody that can defend. Mm-hmm. And there's just not enough basketballs to go around with yeah. Garland, Mitchell, and Levert. And then you got the two bigs. You got to give them some love once in a while. Right. I mean, Mobley and and Allen are both good. So, and on top of that, Boston, even though the numbers don't show it, they're still very good defensively. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like, I like the name you mentioned there just in passing was Evan Mobley at 6,200. I think that's a pretty solid price for him. Uh, He was around eight, you know, 8K last year on DraftKings. So I like that price. And then I like Jalen Brown. Um, He and Jason Tatum basically had the same numbers uh, against Cleveland last time they played. So, Cleveland's lineup is going to be affected with their roster change with Garland coming back, but Boston's pretty much the same. So I do like Jalen Brown. I think he can give you similar production to Tatum for, you know, probably two K cheaper. So. Yeah. Any, that's any, it for me in this game. I don't really like anything else. I mean, it's going to be probably one of, if not the lowest scoring games on the slate, I would think. Well, I've got, my favorite value play, I, I'm calling it value for sure because it is. I, I, my favorite value play of the 20 teams, the 10 games, is Darius Garland. He's, okay. he's 6.6K. Mm-hmm. He's been out with an eye injury. No, no extremities at all. So okay. he's been running. He's been working out. You know, that's not going to affect anything. He is one of the best guards in the league. And... I think because Mitchell's been playing such phenomenal basketball, mm-hmm. this is Garland's team. I think he goes out there, takes the reins back of his team. I don't care if Marcus Smart guards him or not. I, I love Darius Garland at 6'6". Six, six. And remember when we had this conversation, because in about two weeks, he's going to be like 9'4". And we're going to say, remember when Garland was 6'6"? Six, six? And I just think he comes out today. He's eight and a half percent owned right now, Crash. So no respect at all. I don't see any minutes restriction listed anywhere. It's an I, and he's been working out. So I think he jumps right back into the bicycle here and goes 32 minutes, 30 minutes. And that's enough for me. It's 6,600. Where I'll keep that all day long. Where did you see that ownership projection? Because I show him at 20.2 on DraftKings. I'm looking at uh, ownership right now, DraftKings, NBA ownership, and I see uh, him at 
eight and uh, eight and a half percent. Hmm. Did you do I need to up uh, reload? Maybe it? it may be that it hasn't updated. Um, All right, I'm updating right now. Um, I updated it, and he went from eight and a half percent to twenty point two. Well, that sucks, Crash. Yeah, I wish I hadn't. I wish that. Uh, I mean, I'm glad we caught it in one sense, but in the other, I wish we hadn't seen that. Who so. the hell got my notes? Damn it! Yeah. All right, so that's talk about a quick. I mean, that was only 45 minutes ago, 40 minutes ago. So to go from eight and a half to 22 and a two, that's you know what? I don't care. I'll take I'll take them at that ownership as well. What does it look like now? I now that you've piqued my interest here, I'm going to look on FanDuel for the updated. Um, let's see where he is there. His pricing is a lot different there. Yeah, though. he's 70, 7,700, I think. 7,500 7, at 6%. Six. Yeah. So that's more like what you would expect, but that is definitely more expensive. And let's see on Yahoo, because he's a key component to my build today. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I see him there. He's $32 at less than 1% on Yahoo. Wow. I know that's expensive, 32 bucks though. Mm-hmm. So I like, I thought I had a real sneaker sleep sleeper pick. I guess he's not as uh, sneaky, but he is on FanDuel and Yahoo if you want to pay a little extra. So anyway, he's one, he's my favorite guy in this game. My favorite value on DraftKings uh, on the slate. Um, after that, not going to pay. I think Don, Donovan Mitchell's price at 9-4, he's been phenomenal. But that's got to come down now that mm-hmm. Garland's back at some point. Yeah. Again, revert to me, not playable. Uh, Mobley and Allen, you know, 6-2 and 6-8. You've got some risk there against, uh, you know, Boston's interior. But certainly can get away with either one. That's cheap for Mitchell each will guy. Probably, Mitchell will probably get Marcus Smart, won't he? I think so. You know, I think Smart's going to guard Garland. Or do you? I was thinking that that Smart would guard Mitchell because he's more of the playmate. Like, he's more of the explosive, you know, scorer, you know. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. I hope that's the case. You know, Derek Mm -hmm. White's not a bad defender either. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see how they divvy that up. But, uh, you know, and I've even seen when, when Mitchell gets super hot, he grabs a little bit of Jason Tatum sometimes. So, Mm. You know, Tatum can pretty much guard one through five, you know, almost five. Yeah. But uh, after that, though, you know, 10K for Jason Tatum, 8-3 for Brown. Cleveland plays terrific D. Like I said, they're number two in the league. Uh, Neither one of these teams plays fast. So I don't want to use a lot of salary on a game. I learned my lesson. I went with Al Horford across the board last time. Mm -hmm. He looked like Grandpa Horford. (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know what that's all about. What when did he regress in like you know uh, uh the last two weeks? He he just doesn't look the same player. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the deal is. He's he's really regressed. I was surprised his price hasn't come down even more than it is. So I mean, I thought they'd phase him out some with Robert Williams, but Robert Williams is out half the year. So mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's Grant Williams being like a big part of what they're doing. But I want none of that with Mobley and Allen in the paint. 
Yeah. So very little ownership for me in this game, but I do love Darius Garland as a, as I thought was a sleeper. Right. <laughs> we gotta we gotta kick this thing into overdrive, coach, because we're running behind. So oh god. Okay, here we go. Toronto Raptors, San Antonio Spurs, Toronto by seven and a half, 224 total, 115.75 implied for Toronto, 108.25 for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, we've got um Toronto's four and three, Spurs five and two. Mm-hmm. Uh questionable for Toronto. Porter and Van Vliet. Do we have news on Porter and Van Vliet? Van Vliet mainly. Any anything substantial game time, there? Game decision is the last thing I see on Van. Yeah, Vliet. great. Yeah. And then Johnson, Roby, Vassell, Wesley, all out for San Antonio. So uh, interesting one here. You've got crazy San Antonio. I don't know how they're getting it done, but they are. Mm-hmm. Toronto's twenty eighth in pace. Spurs playing fast, though. They're third in pace, 15th and 25th. Spurs are 5-2, and two, ranked 25th in the league in defense. So they're playing fast, running gun, offense with no defense. So Pop, I think, has lost his mind. I don't look, know what's going on. Look at this lineup. Trey Jones, Josh Richardson, Dylan McDermott, Jeremy Sochan, and Jakob Pertl. I, I have no idea. I thought they'd win 12 or 13 games this year. They're yeah. they're in first place. So, right. you know, Doesn't I have no clue. Sense. But for me personally, I'm probably going to fade this game completely. I mean, there's a couple plays that you could look at. I would say probably Barnes and Ananobi on the Raptors would be my favorite. And then if you want some value in Sochan, you know, that that's a possibility. But really, I have enough value. I don't really need to go to him, to Jeremy Sochan. So, this is probably going to be a fade for me. Yeah, I, I'm not crazy about this game either. I, I, I really don't think. Uh, I think with Keldon Johnson out, though, man, you know, Trey Jones isn't a little bit interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so can maybe a little interesting. Just hard to go there. I mean, I, I refuse to go to Doug McDermott. I'm sorry. You can. I'm just not going to do it. And. Uh, yeah. Toronto, if Van Vliet plays or not, that has everything to do with everything. You know, you certainly can look at Scott. I like Scotty Barnes every time Van Vliet sits because mm-hmm. he becomes the pseudo point exactly. guard playmaker. Exactly. So we need that news to make a decision there. Uh, but not the first game I'm going to run to. And I agree. I don't think it's going to be that high scoring either. A mm-hmm. um, couple things I want to uh, address in chat real quick here because uh, that is most important thing to me. Uh, let's see with Murray should punish him. I don't think Fournier is going to guard Murray. In my opinion, I don't think that's going to be the matchup there. Doug McDermott can't do it. Garland going to have a minutes restriction. Now, is that a statement King of smack or is that a question? Because I haven't seen anywhere that he's going to have a restriction for being, having an eye issue. So if you see anything like that, let me know. Hardenstein, Deb, I just can't do it. Not with this dead split of him and Mitch Robb. Uh, Vuk at 8K versus Hornets. You know? Yeah, man, I like that play. I do like that play. It's it's definitely tempting. The price is very fair. That's mm-hmm. for sure. All right. Um, any what else? We're just we're ready for the next one. Yeah, 
I'm ready to move because, like I said, we got to kick it into overdrive now. So we're already at an hour, and we've only done four or five games. So. Oh no! Eight o'clock, Charlotte Hornets, Chicago Bulls, Chicago by five, two twenty-three total, one hundred nine implied for Charlotte, one fourteen for the Chicago Bulls, and then we have uh, three and four Hornets at the four and four Bulls. We have two. Uh, doubtful. I think they're these guys. I think are out. Martin Rogier and Ball. We know is out for sure. Mm-hmm. Those guys aren't going to play. The the big question marks are Chicago. Do you have any further news? I don't think Levine's playing. From what I saw, Drummond and Kobe White are questionable, but that's how I would would look at it as of right now. Yeah, it looks um, like uh, Levine's probably not going to play. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. From everything I saw. Um, and it is a back-to-back for them, isn't it? Right. They, right. So that was the other team that I missed. There's the Miami and Chicago on back-to-backs. And they're not going to play Levine on a back-to-back. There's just no way. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Um, tenth in pace for Charlotte. Sixteenth for Chicago. Fourteenth mm-hmm. for Charlotte. Uh, defensively, Chicago 11th. The guy that I like the most here is Alex Caruso. I waited. Mm-hmm. I wanted, you know, I like playing him uh, for sure when that backcourt is shorthanded. I yeah. think if Levine does sit, which I expect him to, if Kobe White also doesn't play, he's questionable. Caruso may play like one of those crazy 36, 37 minute games. Mm-hmm. And at that price, I don't see how you pass him up. So I'm all over him. Possibility of a Vuk. My big thing is, though. I like some of these Hornets today. Okay. You have good prices on Smith, Ubre, and Hayward and PJ Washington. I think all four of them are playable, in my opinion. Not don't that I play on, more than two, but don't forget about Jalen McDaniels and his ten dollar price on Yahoo. Oh, I you you and Jalen, you love Jalen McDaniels, man. I mean, until they raise his price, I'm playing him every slate. Like he's forty six hundred and he has been like all season. So I guess, I mean, he's putting I up 25, 26, 28, 24, 26. I mean, it's just very consistent. And like is. $10 on Yahoo, I mean, that's just a steal. He's not a um, bad last guy in for sure. No doubt about it, man. Yes, Lanuka Ape, thank you for reminding everybody. If you please can hit that thumbs up button. Remember, we're giving a ticket away at the end of the podcast. We're, uh, we'll talk all FanDuel. We're not going to have time to do a two brains are better than one though today with 20 teams playing. So, but we will talk about it and mm-hmm. uh, we'll go through some more of those. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pop is always full of drama. We know that yeah. Rod junkie productions. Welcome to the party. Uh, so for me, I do like, as I mentioned, Jalen McDaniels, but um, Gordon Hayward is probably one of my favorite plays from this game on the Hornet side. And okay. then on the Bulls side, I do like Vucevic because the Hornets are like fourth, you know, fourth most fantasy points allowed to centers. Yeah. So like that matchup. Um, Valanchunas absolutely killed them. And uh, Ao Desunmu I like. And then Patrick Williams is a value play. 3700 on DraftKings, 4100 on FanDuel, and only $10 on Yahoo. Hey, he's coming off a good game. The thing mm. with Book for me is if he's playable or not is if Drummond ends up in or out because – Drummond gets a nice chunk of backup minutes when he does play. Yeah. And it definitely takes, you know, a couple of trips down the floor away from him. 
uh, without question. Little Monsters says Cam Reddish will play. It's okay. a great narrative. It really yeah. is. Coach, um, Bernie Bickerstaff says Darius Garland will play in short stints on Wednesday. Okay, remove Darius Garland from all consideration. I The short stints thing sucks. I think that that's a bunch of BS personally mm -hmm. with an eye injury, but he will be removed from all my lineups. So if you listen to the first part and you're not listening now, you're screwed. <laughs> <laughs> Unless so you're I bet you, 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 you watch though. He he's going to get upper twenties. I, I still think he's going to get good minutes. Yeah. But I do not, I'm not playing him with that type of restriction. There's too many good plays. Although six, six, man, that's a joke. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Thank you for that update, man. And we go to yep. the next one. Uh, we have the Detroit Pistons. It's some team by the Milwaukee Bucks. I heard they're selling a really loud, obnoxious Bucks hat now. Oh, sorry about that. I didn't. Uh, so we've got a nice uh, 11 and a half. You think is a little too high, I guess. 223 and a half. Not terrific on the over under. Only a buck six for the Pistons on the implied. That's terrible. 117 and a half for the Bucks, which is, uh, you know, that makes a little bit more sense as far as playability. Pistons come in two and six. Milwaukee Bucks are, are they the only undefeated team in basketball, yeah. I would assume? Yep. And they're in there. So Bagley, Burks, and Duran, the backup uh, center, remain out. Holiday, I've got as probable now. So he's going to play. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Connington, Green, Ingles. Mamu and Middleton. See, I didn't even try the last name. Those guys are out. Yeah. If Holiday doesn't play, I'll definitely let everyone know. Um, yeah, he, I'm sure he is. But if for whatever reason he wasn't, I'd let everybody know right away because Eric Name is one of the main people I follow on Twitter. He's a Bucks beat writer. Yeah. And he's always on top of all that stuff. So awesome. I'll know right away. Um, all right. So for this game, I like um, actually like Cade Cunningham a little bit. Okay. Um, he looked really good to me in their game the other day. He wasn't really phased by by Drew Holiday. They really weren't phased by each other at all. They both pretty much went off. So they, yeah. they both had good games. He's a little bit cheaper than Drew Holiday. I think he he might possibly be less owned. He's eighty one hundred on DraftKings, eighty four hundred on FanDuel, thirty three dollars on Yahoo. And then I I can't get away from that Bogdanovich play either when he's priced you know as as well as he is for the way he's been playing, um, especially on Yahoo at only $19. So I like that. I'm probably not going to go to Giannis. They were guarding him actually with Cunningham, believe it or not, and he was doing a pretty good job. So yeah. kind of crazy. That um, is. Lopez, however, I really like. I mean, that dude is playing out of his mind. I have no idea what's gotten into him, but yeah. he's only 5,400 on draft. Yeah. Games, so I can't yeah. say that. Um 6600 on FanDuel though that's definitely I could fade that if I if I didn't have the salary I'd feel fine with it uh and then $21 on Yahoo is a solid price so Yahoo and DraftKings for Brooke Lopez for me still like Portis but Lopez would be my favorite but yeah I mean I faded this matchup pretty much a lot the other day I'm probably going to go back to fading it again mm -hmm. uh I just I think it could be a little lopsided but uh, if I was going to go anywhere, I'd go value here with you on Brooke Lopez because he's just outperformed recently his numbers. And he's yeah. doing a little bit. You know, he can grab some blocks. 
He's going to hit some threes and hit, grab some boards. So, mm -hmm. you know, you, you're getting some real good contribution from him. But uh, not a game I am crazy about at all. Yeah. Um, I think that they'll make some adjustments defensively in the backcourts mm -hmm. to not, you know, hopefully let uh, Holiday and Cunningham have the games they had prior. Right. Um, you know, Jay Nivey's looked good. I think mm -hmm. he's he's always in my consideration. Uh, he is an even 6K, which isn't too bad, but I'll, I'll feel better when he's about 5'6", five, 5'5". Five, five. That would be perfect. But yeah, um, yeah, not a game I'm going to have a lot of exposure to. There is the possibility that maybe they got the Bucks' attention and they blow them out, but I still I think it's going to be a closer game. They just they seem to match up pretty well. I was paying really close attention to those matchups, so I think it'll be another close game. All right, we'll see. Uh, eight o'clock. Uh, so to answer one of the questions I saw through chat, it looks like we're both fading Giannis today at 12 6. Yeah, 12, 12 6. 6 definitely gets your attention, no mm -hmm. question about it. All right, we have the uh next game on the board LA Clippers, Houston Rockets, Clippers by six on the road, 223 total, 114 and a half implied for the Clippers, 108 and a half uh, for the Houston Rockets. Coming into this game, the Clippers are three and four, Houston one and seven. No Covington, no Kawhi. And then for Houston, no Fernando, Tate, or Ty Ty Washington. Hmm. So really intriguing game here. I think 223 might be a little low. I like uh, I like some yeah. up and down here. And the Clippers are 20th in pace, Houston seventh. Defensively, Clippers fifth. They're always there. Houston only 23rd. So any love for this game uh, like yeah. I do, or what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I do like this game. Um, I like the guards, the guards for the Clippers besides Reggie Jackson, who I'm probably not going to play anytime soon because he looks horrible to me. Oh, he mm. looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, John Wall, you got the narrative going back to Houston. Uh, yeah. Paul George just absolutely ate them alive <laughs> the other yeah. night. And uh, Zubox, I don't think they really have an answer for him. So I like him again. Um, and then on the other side, Kevin Porter Jr. was really good in the second half, struggled in the first half. I think he might have more of an even game today. So he's in play. Uh, Zhen Goon looked pretty good. And um, and they have to have him in there to try and slow down Zubox. And then uh, K.J. Martin. Kenyon Martin Jr. He's he's on he's on my radar. He's only forty three hundred on DraftKings, forty seven hundred on FanDuel, only twelve dollars on Yahoo. He had thirty eight and a half DraftKings points against Clippers Monday, so I like him he's, too. He's an athlete. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Um. You know, I like both bigs in on in this matchup. I think Zubac and Zhengun are both fairly priced. Now Zubac is you know leaked up here to six five, which is a little. Mm -hmm. A little scary. Jengun though at five nine, I think is is uh, very yeah. tempting. Very very tempting. He's you know I lean a little that direction. Uh, Luke Kennard at four five. I mean that that's a value price big time. Yeah, yeah. he was um, getting a million rebounds the other day. They're just like coming right to him. <laughs> Houston does not defend well, and they chuck and duck shots left and right. So Kennard mm -hmm. definitely as a value play is, is high in consideration for me. I think John Wall, the narrative returning to Houston, certainly has to be a consideration at 5-1, but boy, is he hard to trust yeah. in, in any manner. 
Norman Powell, for Deb and for me, dead to the world. He might as well be Colin Powell, not Norman Powell, <laughs> because he's not getting any ownership for me for quite some time. He's a big sissy, is what mm -hmm. I'll say. Right on live, uh, what do you call this? Podcasting, I guess. Yeah, he's he's um, a big game now, Coach. You just I know. He's probably going to do that. Uh, you know, Marcus Morris at five, two, you can always go value guys here, but man, Paul George, after I dogged him mm -hmm. for not looking right, looked like absolutely looked like Michael Jordan for a while in that game, but that I don't know crazy. about nine, eight. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's yeah. was I, nine. I'm with you. He's, he's only nine on FanDuel. I think it's a lot better price over there. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm probably that's that's the site where I'm probably not going to play Paul George, but I am going to on Fanduel on Yahoo. I, just, I agree, hundred percent. Thirty-seven dollars on Yahoo. I mean, that's just too cheap. Yeah, site specific fade on DraftKings, play him on Fanduel and Yahoo. I mean, he looks so good against Houston, mm -hmm. and Houston's defense really is bad. I right. mean, they take some bad threes. They just aren't good. Um, uh, Kevin Porter and Jalen Green. I always talk about those guys every single stinking day. Seven seven and six five, you know. I think they're they're both playable commodities. I really do. I like mm -hmm. both of them uh, as far as uh, possibilities. I think you mentioned a good value in four three KJ Barton as as potential. You know, if you're looking to to buy up somewhere else, and like I say, you know, Jengun. I think this might be time for me to to roster him up. I think he's got a nice game in him here uh, where he can score some points. He does play a lot better at home than he does yeah, on the road. Does. It looks like Jimmy Butler's out, Coach. Jimmy Buckets is out? Yeah, Jimmy Buckets is out and Max Struess is starting. Well, there you go. There's your best Jimmy value Buckets. play, 5K Max Struess. Dial him up. Yeah. Dial him up. Um, Jimmy Buckets is a weird dude. You just never know what mm -hmm. you're going to get from him. That also changes a little bit. It makes Keegan Murray a little more interesting. True. You know, Max Struess guarding you compared to Jimmy Butler, if that's the case. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So that game gets a lift for me uh, as far as ownership goes with helps. Jimmy out. Yeah, I think it helps Bam too. Yeah, that's that mm -hmm. game gets a plus on the chart. Mm -hmm. All right, we go to the Utah Jazz and the Dallas Mavericks. Dallas by six and a half. Triple deuces, so not a great total there. 107.75 for Utah, 114.25 for the Mavericks. Jazz come in six and two, Mavericks 503 and three. No Bellarmo or Fonachio for Utah. Christian Wood's going to play more than likely. He's probable. Uh, Berton's and Lakina out for Dallas. As far as the numbers go, Dallas 29th in pace. So major pace down for them, for Utah, I mean. Utah is eighth, so a good pace up for them. Utah somehow playing the eighth best defense, and Dallas bottom half of the league at 17th. So how do you see this game playing out, and what is your Luka information here? Too much money? Yeah, I, I, I do think he is. Um, and like I said, this is the same situation he was in the other day against, I think it was Orlando or somebody, when he had the 70-burger. But um, I just, yeah, I think it is too much money for this kind of slate. And then what's interesting on the other side, 
you know how last year we kept talking about you know play the bigs against Dallas. They're they've allowed the second fewest fantasy points to power forwards and the least to well, that, centers. That's because they have JaVale McGee. Yeah. They went yeah. from Dwight Powell, who I do think I could do my old drop step and get a bucket on. I'm yeah. telling you, let's go. But you're talking about going from the worst defensive center that's not a center. He doesn't even get in the game anymore. Mm-hmm. And to, to JaVale McGee, who is a, a defensive changer, and then he gets backed up by Kleba, who yeah. is, is a good defender. So what a fantastic turnaround. I don't play bigs against the Mavs anymore. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's that's what I – because I think Laurie Markkinen is going to get some ownership, but I think that he's – you know, it's a tough matchup. So He's not a big, though. He's a three. Yeah, that's true. He's seven feet tall, and he plays the three. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. So do you think he's in play then? I like Markkinen today. He's okay. my He's my favorite guy on the Utah side. Okay. He's I only 2.4% projected ownership. I know. he's. I mm-hmm. wish he was just a smidgen cheaper, but I think he's in a good spot here. Okay. Then I might play him because I was thinking, you know, like you said, he's seven feet tall, but I guess he kind of plays like Porzingis. He never posts up. Never. Yeah. He's yeah. always facing the basket. Right. Yeah. He's he's like a 6'4 guard in a seven-foot body when he's mm-hmm. out there shooting. So, yep. What about the Dallas side? Um. I mean, if I played anyone, it would be Luca, but I just my build right now, I just don't have the salary to get to it. We'll have to see after the podcast, after the Jimmy Buckets news, if I can find enough value to get him in there and go from Trey Young to him. But I mean, for him to to pay that off, he's gonna have to have, you know, 70 to 80. So it's tough. I think Luca gets 70 to 80. He's my favorite payup. I'm gonna have okay. him on all three sites. This is a, a perfect tempo game from him. For him, it's a home game. I love the matchup. I don't think they have anybody to stop him. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to have whatever he has. And I do think Utah, obviously, you know, the spread, Vegas thinks the same thing. It's, you know, six, six and a half point spread. I think the game stays close. And I think they're going to need 70 or 80 from him. So yeah. love Luca today. Don't want to chase those points. I think he's a safer play than, than Giannis. For the big payup, just because mm-hmm. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Yeah. Because I think Milwaukee may smack Detroit, whereas Dallas, I think, is going to have a tough game. Utah is six and two. Mm-hmm. They're not, I mean, they're playing ball. Right. So even, you know, Christian Wood's going to play, in my opinion, but even if he's slightly limited or misses a few minutes, that's just even more, uh, you know, need for the Lucas usage, which is number one in the league anyway. To mm-hmm. be even higher, so sure. love them here. Don't like any of the other Mavs on the Utah side for me. Like I say, marketing. If you want to go cheap, uh, you know Kelly O is the kind of guy that can score some points against Javale because he's going to be shooting some threes and be away mm-hmm. from the bucket. Um, but not not real high on him. I I think it's I'd love to go Markin and Doncic and have that. Those two, you know, going back and forth, popping some shots would be wonderful. Yeah. All right, sir. Two late games. So we have an hour and a half break. There's a 10 o'clock and a 1030, a little after hours action. Memphis Grizzlies and the Portland Trailblazers. Grizzlies are four and three. Uh, Trailblazers are five and one. It is Memphis by four and a half road favorite against Portland. No respect mm-hmm. there. Val Dame's out. That's why. But 
Um, 226 is the total, like I said, so decent. 115.25 for the Grizz. Definitely a tension grabber there. And plus 110, 110.75 for the Blazers. So that combo, this game and the late game are both, uh, both all four teams over the 110 number. So uh, certainly some uh, playable guys, but you have a lot of question marks here. Bain and Adams, questionable. Uh, Laravia, the rookie, questionable. Green, Jackson, and Williams are out. So obviously, you know, we need to know specifically about Bain, secondly about Adams. On the Portland side, Josh Hart is questionable, which would affect their rotation. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lillard, Peyton, Saar, and Watford out. So two banged up teams a bit here, uh, but two pretty good teams so far this year. What, uh, as far as pace, 12th Memphis, Portland 22nd. So weird that they're playing slower than they've ever played in their five and one. Yeah. 28th defense for Memphis. It shocks me every day. We're seven games in now and they're third worst in the league defensively. I, I don't understand it. It's the same general group of guys. Mm-hmm. that they had so i don't maybe it normalizes portland though shockingly ninth they're usually 28th so yeah. weird what are you going to do with weird. this game if uh if desmond bain and stephen adams are out then i think you got to consider john morant i mean all that usage that he's going to get you know yeah. there's not a lot of scoring outside of outside of uh dylan brooks so i mean i i, I would have to consider him uh, as a pivot for sure to Trey Young. I mean, they're almost the same price. Yeah. And uh, I do like Dylan Brooks as well. Uh, if those two guys are out and then on the Portland side, I do think <clears throat> Simons could get overowned uh, with Lillard out because he's probably going to get Dylan Brooks's defense or maybe Desmond Bain. Either one right. is not fun. Um, nope. And then, you know, Shaden Sharp could be a decent value play just because he wouldn't get that, that lockdown defense, you'd probably get like John Morant's defense or something. So more than um, likely, yeah. Yeah. So that that would be my my plays there for that game. Um, not a whole lot that I'm gonna go to in this game, though, I don't think. Yeah, I mean, for me, if Bain sits, I'm gonna play Brooks at five mm-hmm. nine because he'll get a bunch more shots. So I think he's a reasonable play there for sure. Um, I'm, you know, Adams, we really need to know what the deal is with Adams though, because that shakes up the whole thing. All of a sudden, Brandon Clark can be considered at four, seven, you know, and and if they're going to do some wacky stuff and all of a sudden, you know, uh, put a a Xavier Tillman in there, we just need to see what that news is going to play out to be because you may get another value piece in there. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, jaw is tempting, but at 10, three, just not going to have the salary to go there. Um, really, you know, that's really the only interest I have on that side of the ball because Portland has been playing really well and well yeah. defensively. Jeremy Grant is a defensive change uh, for that squad. Man, has he turned them around on that side. For Portland, you know, I think Simons gets Desmond Bain defense, which I think at times is even better than Brooks. I Desmond Bain is a dog. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't really want to go to Simons at seven, six. I think yeah. sharp is the play at five K. Mm-hmm. I think he's a super, especially if Hart sits, which we need the news there. You know, there's some usage to go around there. Grant's not a chuck and duck guy. Right. And the guys off the bench, Winslow, little, those guys there, 
they're not going to be dominant. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think Sharp is in consideration without question. And if Hart sits, we need to see who's going to take that spot. If it's the 3-2 Little or 4-3 Winslow, you know, it's worth considering. For sure. Um, especially the way Memphis has defended thus far uh, this year. So mm -hmm. uh, this could be a value play game for me uh, tonight. Yeah. All right. Last one on the slate. If we missed any mid questions, no, it's gotten real quiet in chat. Hello, wake up, guys. Team Money Time Two. Is that somebody new? I believe that is somebody new. What's up, Team Money? I love mm -hmm. I love nicknames like that. Team Money. What up? Uh, let's have you in there with us all the time, man. Love having you in here. Yep, Deb Lutz, big sissy is right. I even put up in here, Jay. Jay, I'm with you, man. I'll never play Jackson and Polygon this year, shaking my head. Uh, yeah, I may be overstating it a bit, but uh, Keegan Murray or Randall? I like Randall a lot today. He's going to make most of my lineups. Keegan mm -hmm. Murray, though, went from not playing him to now. I'm thinking about him just because Buckets is out. So certainly something to think about. Yeah. Sharp on 4,200 on FanDuel. I don't, how do you get away from that? Yeah, I, mean, I think Sharp. I think he takes 15, 17 shots. Right. Yeah. I, really do. I don't know how you would get away from that, honestly. It's too cheap and, mm -hmm. and too much of a value. I don't care if he gets chalky or not. It, it is what it is. All right. Last game crash 1030. New Orleans Pelicans, Los Angeles Lakers. Pelicans favored by three and a half on the road. Not that it, anything inspires the Lakers anymore. Right. Um, it is a 229 total. So, on the borderline of the, the you know, the 230 uh, uh, quiet secret ceiling that we look at once it passes, we, we got to give a little more attention. And again, two good implied totals a big 116.25 for the Pels, 112.75 uh, for the Lakers. So, attention grabber for sure. Herb Jones, questionable. That's important defensively for the Pelicans without question. Mm -hmm. Brandon Ingram remains out. No Lewis, no Liddell. Uh, I'm not even going to mention James and Toscano Anderson because they're playing. The big question, obviously, AD. He's listed as questionable. Obviously, that's extremely important. Not going to get to LeBron even if AD's out today, though. Even though I always said when Davis is out, I'm going to play LeBron. Mm -hmm. I'm tempted, but I just don't have the cash money available. No Bryant. No Schroeder, as we know. So we've got the Pels 21st in pace. The thing that makes Pels players more palatable to me is the Lakers, as bad as they are, are the fastest team in the league mm -hmm. uh, pace-wise. Pelicans 13th, respectable. The other greatest anomaly in statistical history, Lakers 4th in defensive efficiency. 1-5 with as crappy as they're playing. Go figure, man. So yeah. what do you think? Um, I like on the Pelicans, I, I do like CJ McCollum. I talked about last year how he's had some nice games in LA. Uh, he's $33 on Yahoo. That's my favorite spot for him. Okay. Um, Valanchunas is in play for me against the Lakers. They've allowed the second most fantasy points to centers. And uh, Najee Marshall's been getting some minutes. He's a decent value. He's 4,200 on DraftKings. 4700 on FanDuel, $15 on Yahoo. And until I play, or excuse me, until I see better play from the Lakers, I am fading the Lakers as a team. 
Yeah, they're they have yeah. not been good. I mean, it's hard to go to many of their guys. I mean, if if you want to go, you know, super cheap, you can always dial up Lonnie Walker or Troy Brown. But mm-hmm. you know, how good do you feel about that? I don't. Not great. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AD, if you know, if he doesn't play, I I can understand people wanting to go to LeBron, but at 10 9, mm-hmm. that is that is rough. Um, they're just playing terrible, and, and the Pels are playing some some decent ball. Uh, you know, I do think the Lakers, if Herb Jones sits, he's that much of a defensive shape shifter of game scripting. If he does sit, it helps the Lakers a little bit, but you know, I I just don't see how you trust him. Most of these guys, Russ, you can't trust Pat Bev. It's really hard to, to get to, to many guys there and feel like you're making a strong play. Uh, Pels, on the other hand, though, you know, you have some good options here. CJ is going to get some Pat Bev harassment, though. He's eight six, which is a little aggressive. Mm-hmm. I, you know, Trey Murphy's been looking really good. Five nine is, you know, starting to creep up, though, to where. It, it's a little nerve wracking there. Sure. Zion at eight, seven, you know, I, they Lakers have been getting shredded in the paint at times. So it makes you want to think about Zion here, but I, you know, I prefer Julius Randall, you know, at the, at a better price in mm-hmm. a similar type scenario, but I'm with you. I like Jonas here. I like Mr. Joe Val, as long as he doesn't get in foul trouble. I always right, that's the only hear thing. that. Because he mm-hmm. does that a lot, and it just buries you. But yeah. at seven seven, I think it's very fair. If uh, you know, if I can get there, I will. Uh, right now, I'm sort of leaning to saving almost two grand and going with Jen Goon, mm-hmm. or saving uh, twelve hundred for Zubot. So it's difficult. Uh, don't mind having some exposure to him though. But uh, I'm going to have more. Uh, probably from this Memphis Portland side, actually, than I may even end up having from this Pell's Lakers game. Yeah. With you. All right, man. Uh, RJ Barrett or John Collins? Uh, for me, it's John mm-hmm. Collins. Yeah, it's close, but yeah, Collins, I'll say. And real quick before we go, boom, fantasy plays. I've got Kevin Hur over 22.5 PRA, Brooke Lopez over 20.5 PRA. Excellent. All right. I think that's everything. I'll I'll throw a few boom picks up for our members. Appreciate everybody listening in. We're going to give away that ticket real quick here. I'm going to hit the button. If I call you out, first of all, to qualify, everybody has to hit the thumbs up. We have enough in here to break the 59 or 60 uh, thumbs up we had yesterday. So please take a second right now, hit the thumbs up, and then uh, jump on Twitter. We're at DFS Coach Talk. Just uh, DM me and I will get that ticket to you right away. Also, um, if you want to become a part of what we're doing, uh, take a look at us, dfscoachtalk.com. The winner of today's ticket is Jay Blazing. Jay Blazing is the winner of the free ticket. Uh, shoot me a DM on Twitter. Thank you so much. Great groups here yesterday and today. Love the fact that we're growing this. And, uh, you know, again, next week, we're going to have some shifting a little bit of some coach talk stuff. We'll still be in front of the paywall for two uh, pods per week. And then we're going to have members only for the other five. Got to build up this coach talk family a little bit. 
you know, we pour our heart and soul into this, spending, you know, eight, 10 hours a day preparing lineups and pods. And we want to get this, uh, get this coach talk family to grow a little bit. So really mm-hmm. do appreciate every one of you. Thank you so much for listening in crash. Have a fantastic day. Uh, you and I are back tomorrow for two baby games, just two games. <laughs> so it'll be a quick, quick one tomorrow, but yeah, uh, but that's yeah. fine with me. Cause we got to do NFL Steve and I tomorrow night. So that's right. Yeah. And, th- and, uh, world series lineups will be going up tonight as well. So, Go mm-hmm. Phillies, two two one man. I told you yeah. the Phillies were going to kick some butt last night, so well. that was awesome. Let's get this is the big one tonight, though. They yeah. go up three one, they're going to win the damn thing. They are, yeah, yeah. But uh, two two, it's uh, com- you know, I think back to even. Uh, well, mm-hmm. yeah, two two. That's Going a real with- genius yeah. statement. <laughs> back to Houston, yeah, yeah. Back to Houston if that happens. So we'll Definitely. see what happens, though. Yeah. Hit the thumbs up on the way out, guys. We love you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great evening, and we'll be back tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA, DFS, and boom, fantasy.